welcome to Way to Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Beck Russell, holistic wellness coach, yoga and meditation teacher, personal trainer, and overall well-being enthusiast. I believe that we have been led off the wellness path in our modern way of living, and it's time that we get back to basics, back to our roots, back on our way to wellness. I take a balanced and wholesome approach when it comes to wellness, knowing that every action, every interaction, every environment and every breath that we take has an impact on our state of well-being. This podcast will debunk all of the myths that we have been sold about what it takes to be well. Humans are complex beings, but being well does not have to be complex. Each week, we will explore a piece of the holistic wellness puzzle where myself and special guests will share our insights that we have learned along our way to wellness to support you to live a well, happy and vibrant life. Join me on the way to wellness. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Way to Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Beck Russell, and this is the very last episode for 2020. So today I'm going to be sharing with you my top 20 lessons and things that I've learned throughout this year. 2020, wow, what can I say? It's certainly been the year of clarity, 2020 vision, as they say. It has been a year of loss, tragedy, growth, truth, untruth, change, evolution, revolution, and revelation. The veil has been lifted on so much this year and when you see something you can no longer unsee it. It has brought to the forefront a lot of darkness, a lot of global issues that need to be addressed in order for us to step forward into a lighter heart-led world. I'm going to share with you today what I've learned through this year and for me personally it has been a massive year of growth, of learning and of awakening. Number one, anything is possible if we want it bad enough. This year has really been a big reality check on a lot of things for a lot of us. It might have given you the gift of clarity around what it is that you really truly want in your life. And when that clarity comes to you, you can ask yourself, is what is really possible for me and why have I not achieved it or manifested it as yet? And you can find out what is blocking you from living in alignment. Maybe it's limiting beliefs or old subconscious programming. Maybe you're self-sabotaging. Once you identify what the things or the thing or the things are that are blocking you, you can start to formulate a plan and start to bring your dream life to fruition. And remember that you might need assistance from a coach, healer or mentor to support you with this as well. Number two. Don't allow anyone to make you feel less than or that you are not deserving of your desires. We all have a dharma, which is our life's purpose. 
And sadly, there are many of us who never fulfill our dharma because we think that it's not a suitable life path because of the conditioning that we have been sold around what a suitable life path looks like or what a suitable career path looks like. So if you have a passion for something, if you have an idea of how you want to live your life, but you've not yet had the courage to step into it, now is the time. We only have one chance in this lifetime to live the life that we desire. So do you want to look back on your life and regret not doing what you love because, because you took the safe option? I don't think any of us want that. Your dreams are valid. Your dreams are alive in you for a reason. It's not a coincidence. Number three, living in authentic alignment is of the utmost importance. What else is there? You, you are not born into this world to follow a template of what someone else is doing or what some old societal norm has told you that you should be doing. This really requires a lot of self-reflection, self-inquiry and self-awareness. So taking the time to be really quiet with the self and tuning in to discover your authentic and your intrinsic values, beliefs, your desires and what's important to you. And from that place, you can then begin to embody your true essence and inspire others around you to do the same. Number four, taking back your power and becoming more resourceful and self-sustainable is a must. Whether we realize it or not, our food supply is completely controlled and manipulated to some degree. The majority of the population consume the majority of their diet and it's not organically sourced, it is refined, it's covered in plastic, it's sprayed with chemicals, and it's not sourced ethically. And so now is really the time for us to step up and become more self-sustainable, and this will be for the good of ourselves and also for the good of the planet. And this is likely going to be a really big adjustment for a lot of us. And so we can start to implement small changes, just one thing at a time, just to allow the transition to feel a little bit more easeful and a little bit more achievable and not so overwhelming. By growing our own vegetables at home, it really provides us with a sense of empowerment because we know exactly how it was grown. We've put all of our loving energy into it. And there's no plastic wrapped around it because we sourced it directly from the earth and brought it straight into our kitchen. And there's really nothing more satisfying or delicious than growing your own food. And then any waste that you have collected can be placed into a compost that you can set up in your backyard and then the cycle begins again. So as I said, just start small. And if you don't have a lot of space at home, just work with what you've got. It really does all add up over time. And you can also take a look around your home and discover where you can slowly begin to change your plastic goods over to either glass or steel, as this is a lot more 
um, you know, beneficial to our health. It's a lot better for the environment. And you can also have a look around your home to see what can be reused and, you know, made into something else instead of throwing it away and it just ends up in landfill. Also looking into installing a rainwater tank and solar power are really great options. And not only is this great for the planet, but again, it gives you back your sovereignty because you're able to source your own power, you're able to source your own water, and you're eliminating the toxic chemicals that are added into the town water supplies. Number five, connection to self, self-care, and self-love and rest. These are all very, very important. So for a lot of us this year, we've had a lot of big changes. There's been a really big pause, you know, that has been externally imposed onto us. And sometimes we really need to, you know, sometimes we need this to happen for it to draw our attention to something that perhaps needs to shift. We can learn from the imposed pause and we can learn to prioritize and reconnect to the self, to connect to source energy, to, to take care of ourselves and really give ourselves the opportunity and permission to rest. Now, this will look different to all of us. So just feel into what feels good and right for you. Maybe it's meditation, maybe it's yoga, getting a massage, writing in your journal. Just lean into it and see what resonates with you. And always remember to value rest. We often operate more from our masculine yang fire energy and we're always you know, on, we're always on the go and we can only sustain this for a certain period of time. And we really need to see the value in rest. We need to celebrate the softer feminine energy and we need to nurture the feminine energy so that she can rise up to meet the masculine in unison. We've really had to process a lot of information this year. Our nervous systems have been completely overloaded and this is why it is now the time for us to rest, to integrate and to reflect. Number six, be your own healer. You are your own greatest healer. Our bodies need, they crave homeostasis and our bodies have an innate wisdom that maybe sometimes is difficult to understand through the logical mind. But this is why I use the word facilitator of intrinsic healing within my work title, because although I am facilitating and assisting a client through the healing process, the healing is all coming from within. It's always within. It always was within, and it's always within each and every one of us. When you think about it, no one outside of you can heal you. You and only you have the ability to do that. No one else knows what it's like to be you, to be in your body or your heart, or to have your experience. And yes, we absolutely should reach out to natural health practitioners, healers, mentors, guides when we need to, but we also need to understand the power that we hold within and we need to understand the healing that comes from within. 
So do your own research and feel into what feels right and true for you. Now leading on from that point into number seven is to reach out for support when you need it. So as much as we are our own healer and we most certainly have the innate ability to be able to heal ourselves from within, we do not have to do this work alone. And sometimes we do need to look to heal and natural health professionals to assist us. Naturopaths, nutritionists, acupuncturists, personal trainers, yoga teachers, they're all really, really great and really supportive for us to maintain our physical and energetic bodies. And you also might need the assistance of a life coach or a business coach, health coach, psychologist or energy healer. And these modalities are all available to us to help us to feel really held and supported along our journey. And on that note, I did just want to give a mention to some of the beautiful women that I have worked with during this year that have been really, really supportive for me and assisted me so much with the growth that I have experienced this year. Hayley Tapper is a business and feminine empowerment coach and I worked with her for four months this year and she really gave me the tools and assisted me to set up the foundations as I stepped into my own business full time this year. She was so amazing and she really shared her way and her knowledge around integrating both the feminine and masculine energies when it comes to operating a business. Holly Azapati, she works with intuition, energy, manifestation and soul, plus there's so much more. And I've done quite a few of Holly's programs this year and I'll continue to work with her into 2021. And Holly has taught me so much about manifestation, how to love others and myself, how to harness and protect my energy and so many useful and tangible and soulful business skills as well. And she's just taught me so much, probably too much to list here on the podcast, but Holly is such a ray of sunshine and I highly, highly recommend her work. Zoe Bosco is a kinesiologist, a birth doula and a womb spiral practitioner, but she is so much more than that. Zoe's energy is mystical and magnetic and she really has supported me to dive into my subconscious to unlock old conditioning that's no longer serving. Zoe holds space so beautifully and gently while giving you the gentle push that you need to unlock your true potential and to have the full expression of self. Jordana Levine is an author, journalist, podcaster, yoga teacher, and she also has so much knowledge around astrology and a vast range of other things. She is witty, she's intelligent, and she can break down complicated ideas into relatable terms. And Jordana is a real has been a really pivotal role model for me and not only with the work that she does because that's totally up my alley but also in the way that she's so in alignment with her truth she knows who she is and she embodies it completely. Jordana has a membership called Luna Lover that gives the members their monthly dose of moon magic and she has lovingly invited me onto 
the Lunar Lover team as a yin yoga teacher and for that I'm truly honoured and truly grateful. She also has a podcast under the same name that in my opinion is the best free resource alongside with the membership to know exactly what's going on in the astrological world. So definitely check that out if you haven't already. Number eight, boundaries are imperative. Boundaries ensure that we're not taking on other stuff that is not ours. If we don't put these boundaries in place, we really will start to feel that our energy becomes depleted and tainted. Similarly, every encounter throughout the day can leave residual parts of our energy behind. So we really want to start to cultivate practices that are going to allow us to draw our energy back within. So putting boundaries in place with our friends, our colleagues, family, relationships and clients will really allow us to say yes to ourselves, to look after ourselves first and foremost. And when we are able to do that and when we are able to show up from that place of being full and overflowing, we are then able to serve and show up as the highest version of ourselves. Also, implementing boundaries for yourself as well as how you interact with others. So an example of this might be a boundary around how much time you spend on social media or in front of an electronic screen. Remember that your energy is your most valuable currency. So I did do a whole podcast around boundaries um, if you wanted to go back and check on that as well. Number nine, you are not obligated to anything and you do not owe anything to anyone. So this is just leaning on, leading on a little bit from the boundary point. We don't have to feel obligated to say yes to things when we really truly want to say no. And the saying goes that when you say yes to something that is not aligned, you are really saying no to yourself. So you do not have to feel obligated to attend events that aren't aligned If someone asks you for free advice or a discount and that doesn't feel aligned, you don't have to oblige. If someone is sending you messages on your social media and expect you to be overly available or expect an immediate response, you don't have to oblige. You can set your boundaries in place for all of these situations. Number 10, connect to nature daily. We are nature and in our modern way of living, we have become so divorced from the natural way that humans are supposed to live. Concrete buildings, fluorescent and blue light, technology, being sedentary, eating refined foods. I mean, the list goes on and on. None of these things are supportive for our health and it's not the way that we are supposed to be living. Take some time each day to connect to nature. Depending on where you live, you might have the opportunity to go outside into your backyard or on, out onto your property. If you live in an, in an apartment building, taking the time to go to a local park or the beach is so important and we really need to prioritise it. Placing your bare feet on the earth swimming in the ocean, breathing fresh air deeply into your lungs, feeling the sun on your skin, 
playing with animals, whatever it looks like for you, make sure that you prioritize and take time in nature each and every single day. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Way to Wellness, the podcast. Are you ready to step into the highest version of yourself? Are you ready to upgrade your well-being in a personalized and holistic way? If the answer is yes, I'd love to invite you into my one-on-one private wellness coaching program that is now open for enrollments in January 2021. It's time to take control of your health and your life. It's time to step into the light and to share your light. It's time to live a well and happy life. It's time to reconnect with your true self. For full details of the program or to book a connection call with me, head to beckrussell.com. Now let's get back into the episode. Number 11, stand up for what you believe to be right and true. It is common for a lot of us to sit on the fence not wanting to rock the boat, not wanting to speak up or say what's really on your mind or how you really feel about a particular subject. And this year has provided us with so many challenges, so many opposing points of view, so much conflicting information, so much untruth and so much confusion. We are all sovereign beings and we have the right to our own educated opinion. If something doesn't feel right, be brave enough to speak up, to speak your truth. And most of the time there will be other people that you will inspire to stand up to do the same and they'll be in complete agreement with you. We all have the right to make our own informed decisions about the way that we want to live our life and what feels right and true to us. Number 12, go back to the basics of living. As time has gone on and our civilization has become more modernized, we have been conditioned to want more, to do more, to be more, to have more because what we have and how we are intrinsically isn't enough. And for what? What does any of this stuff even mean when you really think about it? We can't gain any true sense of happiness and fulfillment from things, from stuff. As long as we have a loving home, a deep connection to ourselves, fresh organic food, pure clean rainwater to drink, clean air to breathe and we are surrounded by nature and supportive relationships we do not need anything else number 13 we are not here to slave away working all day every day just to pay for things that we don't need and to conform to traditional societal norms Now, up until this year, I have always worked really hard, always working for other people and while attempting a few times only with half of my heart in it to begin my own business on the side. 
And what has been reinforced for me this year is that we are not here simply to work ourselves into the ground, usually to fulfill another person or a company's dream or vision, to try and earn enough money just to get by, to then be too tired to do the things that we enjoy in any downtime that we manage to find to conform to what society's version of success looks like, eventually make enough money and enough time to be able to retire and then maybe have a few years left before we cross over. We are all divine beings with our own purpose and I truly believe that we are not here on this earth to live in this way. This is where we can become really self-aware and take the time to tune in to what our true values, beliefs and desires are and really live from that place. We can find ways to work smarter, not harder. We can become more resourceful to reduce our cost of living and we can come back to basics. We can prioritize spending time with our loved ones and doing things that light us up. This is what we're here to do. Number 14, happiness and well-being are everything. If we are not happy or well, then what is the point of this life? We are just existing. We want to feel well. We want to feel happy and vibrant and full of vigor. We want to have enough energy to play with our children, to go out and do the things and the hobbies that really light us up. Take this time to do a little bit of an audit on your life and work out which parts of your life you are happy with and perhaps which parts of your life that you're not so happy with. When you identify what is not making you happy, you can go a little bit deeper and explore maybe journaling or meditating on it and getting access to your subconscious mind to find out why you are not happy and what actionable steps you can take to step forward into your new life. And we can also do the same as well for our sense of well-being. So if you are not feeling well, if you are not feeling full of energy, perhaps you have a chronic condition that you have been living with for a while, as an example, anxiety, gut issues, skin issues, etc. It's time to dig a little deeper and find out what the root cause is. It's a common experience for us to believe that just because a condition is common or because we have suffered with it for a period of time that it's normal or that we should just get used to living like this and it's not normal and we don't have to live this way. When we are balanced and harmonious in our body and our body is in a state of equilibrium, then we will be disease free and we will be in good health, which is what we all deserve and what we all are naturally here to be. Number 15, detoxifying your home, your food, your technology, and also spending less time on social media. So in terms of our home, our cleaning products, our food, our makeup, everything, uh, there is so, so many hidden chemicals everywhere that we turn. 
Now, these chemicals build up toxicity in our body. They disrupt our hormones and our liver is working overtime to try and process and eliminate them from our body. So make some time to go through all of the products in your home, turn the packaging around and read the ingredients. Become aware of what we are surrounding ourselves with and it's really empowering because then we're able to make the empowered choice of what we choose to bring into our home. The best option is to begin to make all of these products at home so that all of the plastic and the packaging doesn't end up in landfill and we also know exactly what ingredients are going into it. And the second best option is to invest your money into high quality conscious brands who do not use chemicals in their products and who also use eco packaging as well. Alongside that, it's a really great opportunity to ensure that you're purchasing organic produce if you're not growing your own. Take some time to detox yourself from your technology by taking a bit of a break. We spend so much time mindlessly scrolling that could be spent better on, you know, being present in our real life and experiencing things that are happening right in front of our eyes. Number 16, you need to release self-doubt and get out of your own way to step into the fullest version of yourself. It is so common for us to self-sabotage our own efforts and I did a podcast episode on this if you would like to go back and tune into it. And some of the reasons we might self-sabotage and stand in our own way include fear, worrying what others will think of us, lacking self-confidence, being non-committal, making excuses, procrastinating and not prioritizing our life properly. And the reality is that no one else can do this for you. You need to make the decision that you are worthy, that you are going to step up and shine your light out into the world. And once you decide, you commit to it wholeheartedly, never wavering. You are only doing yourself a disservice if you don't take the leap. Number 17, you cannot trust the mainstream media. When you start to look into this, they're all owned by the same wealthy people who have a specific agenda that want the public to buy into a certain narrative. If you play news clips side by side, they are reading off the exact same script. So I just invite you to be discerning and intentional with the information that you choose to consume and to never blindly accept what is being told to you. This includes mainstream news channels, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of those mainstream uh, media sources. And you can really have quite a tangible experience of this as we look at the censoring that has been taking place throughout this year, particularly on the social media channels. Anytime somebody expresses their opinion that deviates from the mainstream narrative, it is either removed or blacked out claiming false information and they're all controlled by the same people. So 
In terms of um, search engines, you can use uh, Brave, BitChute or DuckDuckGo to source uncensored information rather than using Google, which is also censored as well. Number 18 is the government does not have the public's best interests at heart. And I won't go into detail with this one. It is a little bit controversial, but all I will say is that I invite you to do your own research and dig a little bit deeper into what is really goes on behind the scenes in terms of how the government operates, and this is global, and also around the history of how it all came to be. It's very interesting, very eye-opening, and quite earth-shattering to the majority of us who have, up to this year, have... Uh, been led to believe things that are simply not true. Number 19, never give away your sovereignty. So no person, no government, no person of quote authority or anyone else can tell you how to live, where you can travel, what uh, health advice you should be listening to or what can be injected into your body. You're the only one who has the right to decide this. And my last lesson, number 20, is to lean into the feminine energy. This year we've had a really big paradigm shift where we are starting to see the collapse of the old patriarchal systems that our societies have been running with for so many years. And we're now starting to move into a new age where the feminine energy is starting to rise up and awaken. And if you are interested in learning more about this, you can jump on and do some research. And it's very, very interesting. It's very exciting for this new world that we're starting to step into. So both we have both feminine and masculine energies within us. And so this is relevant for each and every one of us. And the feminine energy leads from the heart. The feminine energy is intuitive and it's within all of us. So it's very internal. It's very innate. The feminine energy is nurturing, creative, receptive, and she's a balance between strength and surrender. Feminine energy is poised, it's graceful, and she feels deeply and she can ask for help if she needs to. Our society has been operating from the masculine energy for so, so long. And we're always on the go and we don't recognize the value of rest. So now really is the time for us to cultivate our feminine energy. And I did a podcast episode about feminine and masculine energy. So if you're interested, you can go back and listen to that one as well. And, and it'll explain to you ways that we can start to cultivate our feminine energy. So that is my greatest 20 lessons and learnings for the year 2020, the year of clarity. I'd be really interested to know too what your greatest lesson or lessons have been throughout the year. So feel free to share that with me on social so you can follow the podcast at Way to Wellness Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. So feel free to connect with me over there and you can follow my personal Instagram at underscore Beck Russell. 
So this is the last episode for the year and I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. The intention behind the podcast is really for me to share, I guess, some information that is perhaps a little bit outside of the box that's really coming from a place of truth and love and mutual respect for one another. And I'm always open for you guys to suggest any topic uh, suggestions or any guest suggestions as well, whatever is interesting to you. And I've got some really great guests coming up in the new year as well. So I'm wishing you all so much love and thank you so much for your support for the podcast so far. And the next time I chat to you, we will be in a new year, 2021. Make sure you take some time over the holiday season to rest, to restore, to reflect, to integrate the year that was and just to take really good care of yourself. 